everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 6, Episode 2, The End of the Yips. I'm the host, Mike Marback. Today I'm joined by King Cobb. Hello. And Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Yes, we are down Molly Scullion this week, who has some uh, friends in town, and she's going to be entertaining them. And Tia, who uh, has a new baby. Um, you know, you had the baby already, as we were mm-hmm. talking about last week. You had the baby. Right. It's done, what else is right? going on? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you here? What more is there to do? Yeah. They give um, you all that maternity leave for your little vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Crossroads Comedy Podcast maternity leave. <laughs> uh, Very generous. Yeah. It's, uh, it's at least an hour, no more than two. Um, <laughs> just for the podcast. All right. Uh, we hope to have them both back on the next episode. All right. So before we get to the first impressions and some keen thoughts, I do want to mention that if you listen to the podcast and enjoy it, go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. Let us know. We'll give something good fighty away on our last episode, not just the last episode of the season, but like probably the last episode of the podcast. Yeah. Unless they backdoor some sort of new good verse thing in there. I'm telling you the gold life I'm putting, I'm putting my (laughs) chips on it. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like after this episode, that's a possibility. Although they also mention how Alicia has started a new practice in mm-hmm. New York. So there's that. All right. Uh, yeah, Is that where the iTunes. morning show takes place? Uh, I thought that was L.A. Maybe, you know what? No, it is New York. It is. It's okay, New York. yeah. Yeah. So there's I, just, I, the I have no reason to believe those aren't the same character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that too. All right. So Keen was not here last week. So we'll start with Keen. What are your thoughts on uh how this last season started off? Um, I what I'm liking the most about it is the fact that I like the angle that they started with with Diane as far as it feeling like deja vu and how they they're mirroring or they are mirroring the start of the season with the end of it, which like at first, there was there was the nervous new lawyer Maya, and now uh, oh, now I forgot her, her name. I'm sorry. Uh, nervous Carmen? new lawyer. This hmm? Matt Carmen. Um, Eli Gold's daughter. Uh, oh, Marissa. 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 Yeah, I'm not saying Miranda for some reason. I'm sorry. So no, yeah. <laughs> so like that kind of thing. Uh, the fact that there's a new power structure and the sniping begins from the start. Um, Richard's another super eccentric uh character which i, I love and in fact I've, I've kept count he might have had four or five different uh eyewear um frames so far so i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep a track keep track of that um and a, a, a little, little little going into two uh, episode two a little bit i like how i feel like they're fucking with us as far as like is this happening is it not like the fact that the, the streets were cleared out and it's like you're questioning what's going on. So I, I like that feeling that it's given me. Uh, impressed with the first episode, uh, Carmen is a beast. Uh, it's wild how quickly she gets stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed the first episode. Oh, then we'll move into the second episode. Jack, what are your first impressions of the end of the Yips? Uh, my first impression was that you can tell that this is the last season because they're the, the kings are the, the kings and company are really swinging for what the cases are about 
China has been like kind of like a sore spot uh, in good fight history. There is like, <clears throat> I believe in season, yeah, season three, where we get every episode a new like schoolhouse rocky interlude. The China one uh, mm. was infamously censored. <laughs> And uh, you can tell they sort of got it all out in this one in a very, like, again, like classic good wife, good fight fashion. It seems to be an Israel Palestine episode, and you're like, oh, okay, hot button. <laughs> and then they turn up the heat on the button. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keen, right back to you for uh, episode two. Uh, I, I want to go back into the, the style again, uh, the fact mm-hmm. that. Um, the fact that uh, Diane started the new treatment, which was just like when she was microdosing, we don't know what's there. And the fact that they're almost like playing with that fact. She's looking dead at the camera. There you are. Then the uh, when she walked, when she walked through the secure the um, yeah the, the barricade, it's like wait a minute, you're not just gonna do that. And she did. She did just walk right through it. So uh, and the fact that Eli Gold opened the show looking dead at. Getting all, I'm assuming on the wife, he cussed or was very close to cursing a lot. So he was just let loose. Uh, the fact that it's uh, premium now. So mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with all that. As far as the Diane stuff goes, yeah, you don't know what is what is really happening at times. Uh, I mean, of course, we're, she's not really floating <laughs> up into Floating the, up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the moment where she kind of looks at the ceiling and is like, there you are. What is mm-hmm. that? Uh, when she was walking through the the guards, I half expected her to take that flower and put it into like the barrel of a gun or something, or mm-hmm. just pop a squat. Uh, <laughs> Do yeah, a full Pepsi we- commercial. <laughs> yeah, just just weird stuff. Uh, it's really cool and fun seeing one of my favorite characters from The Good Wife um, back on the show, Eli Gold. Although this is Eli and Eleven. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, like it was almost he was doing an impression of his character from The Good Wife, uh, right. the way that he introduced himself to this good fight audience. Uh, still really fun. It just seemed like he was in this episode. He was just so, so on, so turned mm-hmm. up, turned up on the Eli. But it was still great. Still really fun. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's like you got to like sort of give that concentrated burst. It's very reminiscent to me of and I don't know, Keen, if you'll keep track of this conversation but mike as a fellow buffy head it's essentially the same structures when they bring spike back in the final yeah. season of angel they're like all right last season of the spinoff mm-hmm. let's bring back a fan favorite and they really like kind of gotta like go into it in a big way up top like establish like give like the the, the notes on the character for everyone who doesn't recognize yeah yeah i can see that it's fair all right uh so we have basically three main storylines that is diane eli marissa liz richard is kind of thrown throughout there and then there's also and i found it funny that the last episode the first season premiere ended with a grenade being thrown into the elevator and we neglected Mm -hmm. to even mention it on the podcast Uh, (laughs) which you know is a fake grenade you know, right. the whole eleven ten thing. I just thought it was funny that we went through the last episode and I was like, did we? No, we didn't. We did not mention that a grenade was launched into all of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens again with the uh, the Eli one. He just kind of like catches it like a soccer ball. Immediately dismisses it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with Diane, who is basically high mm-hmm. for 
This is and this was one day, right? I believe this so. was all just one yeah. day. Yeah. Or, so she was high. No, I don't know because, and we'll get into the to Liz part, but there are those multiple interviews. Oh yeah. I think oh, it's like it was at least two days. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's right. Yeah. So what's up with the uh, with, with Diane? What are your general thoughts around what's going on with her? Uh, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with it, but I I think it does. Uh, that doctor's bleeping dreamy. I'm sorry, I may have to take up Tia's spot, but that doctor is a hunk. So yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I think, and the fact that, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so bad with names. Uh, the fact that uh, Diane's husband isn't around right now, he's in mm-hmm. Washington, I do believe, for the NRA, what have you. Uh, yeah. They want to take advantage of Ukraine, he says. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, that, uh, so I, I think, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I think, uh, yeah, move on for me. I'm sorry. We we're talking about how dreamy Roger Sterling from yeah. Edmund is, and I got lost in it, as you can clearly see. But I'm saying uh, there's a lot going on with Diane. I like the fact that it's it's going back to her initial feelings as the as the show even started, of like everything's going crazy and her trying to like hold on to like a grasp of realism, but in order for her to do that, she got to like go to a different place, which is wild. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, John Slattery is a uh, he's a dreamy dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I mentioned this on the last episode, but when uh, I was an extra in Flags of Our Fathers, and I actually got to to meet him, uh, mm-hmm. not like an introduction. I was standing, and him and uh, swim fan guy Jesse Bradford were behind me a little bit, and they were talking about the song Fountains of uh, from Fountains of Wayne Stacy's mom, uh, and one of them had said, "Who the fuck sings that?" And I just, I just turned around and said, it's Fountain Swain. I said, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. That was That's the extent of it. <laughs> that's, that's my meeting with uh, John Slattery and Swim Fan Guy. And oddly um, enough, he tells the same story all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, it's uh, the highlight of his life, meeting that extra, which was me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the Diane stuff is, is weird. I mean, we've already yeah. – I don't know how much more I need to say about it. It's just a, a little, little odd. And she's talking about the deja vu. She's trying to escape the deja vu, but it's deja vu for me because we've seen her do yeah. this. Escape, yeah. And I think even like more than escape the deja vu, I think she's just trying to escape. I mean, the very, very first episode yeah. of this show, <clears throat> she wanted to escape the world she was into retirement in her nice little right. yeah. Italian villa. And she's been robbed of that opportunity time and time again because she cannot relinquish her idea of what the world should be and what she wants the world to be and i think she's trying to find an alternative that isn't explicitly just like giving up on the world and going and being rich somewhere yeah 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 uh there was the moment when she's still high carrying around that sunflower uh in the elevator with richard uh, and who's carrying weird drinks the consistency yeah. and color of those drinks did not go together. They I needed they needed to be way thicker and or a different color. To 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 touch on that part of it real quick, when he first was introduced, he has five assistants. Why is he breaking a sweat carrying two things of like the weirdest slurpees I've ever seen in my life? So it's like, where is his where's his team? Why is he out there by himself? It's a it's a lot going on with that. Yeah, that was oh that was odd. I, I wholly believe that he was like standing outside of that office for like an hour. Waiting. Ooh. Waiting. Yeah. Oh, Diane Lockhart. What a mm-hmm. surprise. Is it though? Is it? 
Uh, but yeah, he she runs into him after passing by all the guards. Uh, they go up the elevator, and in that elevator, he's talking about, I just want Liz to know that we're in this together. And she's like, in what? What are you talking about? In rebuilding her father's legacy, and she just busts out laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, what? what are we laughing? Not, we're not laughing. I'm laughing. Um, so who was it? Was it Molly in her lock that said that it's going to be coming out? The truth about so that was Liz me. Then? Oh yeah, okay. That um, was me. I, I think so, the shoe's going to drop there. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're onto something with with that. At first, I thought it was going to be the case with Liz. I thought that was mm-hmm. what they were kind of poking and prodding at, but no. Um, but yeah, they're they're dropping some things there, Jack. So I think you might be might be getting that one. Um, other stuff that happened in here. Peter's back in jail. <laughs> Can't keep Peter Flork out of jail. I was hoping that this show was also going to kill him on a treadmill. That may have been too much to wish for. <laughs> Just that that would be Chris, that like we collectively would be like, that was the fate of every Chris Noth character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Alicia has her own firm in New York. We learned this stuff from, from Eli. Um, yeah. Not much, not much else. There was that one line that she says to Richard, I might have the most power because I don't have any power, which I thought was was pretty good considering all the shit that's going on within this episode with and Richard right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the moment with Liz and Diane at the end where Liz is just kind of talking about like, <laughs> so I says to Mabel, I says, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Diane is just floating, floating on up. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Eli is currently the only character that suspects anything mm-hmm. is like up with Diane, right? Like everyone else is just kind of like, oh yeah, this is what's up with Diane now. Probably like because like uh, Richard doesn't know her, so like I heard you were like this, but mm-hmm. apparently you're like this, so he doesn't have a have like a gauge of like the Diane meter, I guess. So yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just already mentioned the uh, uh, FaceTime with Kurt. Working mm-hmm. for the NRA, trying to take advantage of Ukraine, and then just having fun with the filters. And then she just looks at the ceiling. There you are. Did I miss anything there, or was was there nothing oh, she, to get there? She's saying too, so I think Molly would have been uh, yeah, about a little that. Bit. So yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she was singing some uh, some Sondheim, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then we get Eli know what's that story, back. which is some. I'm not going to get into all that. <laughs> Oh, man. Without Molly here. Excuse me. Um, so let's move on to Eli and Marissa. So this is your introduction to Eli Gold, Keen. What are your general thoughts? You, gave, you already gave a little bit of a, what you got. But how, how are you feeling? Uh, I, I, hmm. I enjoyed the character overall. And like in a, in a weird way, Marissa being his daughter isn't surprising to me. Like the way mm-hmm. she like carries herself, and I didn't talk about it, but how she was like kind of dependent on, uh, dependent on Carmen in the same way she was dependent on Luca, which I was reminded of Luca, Luca character. I was like, wow, I forgot about her. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, I I enjoyed the character. So this is him at, ele- at an eleven. He's either way more swarmier than they showed, or like not as hype. He's way more chill. So I'm not sure if I would like oh, that character or not. I feel like he's always minimum is eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
yeah, minimum's eight, and then this was just happened to be him turning it up. Yeah, and this case that they're working on is the same one as last week, which the gist is she doesn't know really what she stands for. Um, she's not right. sure where to draw a line, um, who to stand up for, because it's, everything is everything is a problem, uh, right. is one of the things that they're saying here. She is standing up for what is the most profitable in the moment, and sometimes that does align with, like, you know, with a morally, you know, sort of reasonable opinion, uh, but not one that she can necessarily back up, it seems like. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I think one of the examples was she gets tweeted at, hey, love what you do, but uh, Israel is doing this. Uh, mm -hmm. So she's like, you're right. I thought about it and I'm canceling my tour. Just boom, done, finished. And then it was China. So she then she says stuff about, about China, which mm -hmm. who was it? Was it it was Cena? Cena was one of them. John Cena that had to yeah. apologize. Yeah. And there was somebody else. But the Cena one was was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, um, because Cena like it, I, I like seen it go on the Internet. He speaks in Chinese at the end yeah. pretty clunkily. Yeah. Uh, so China is just, you know, there's, I think the what the gist here is that it's a cash cow because mm -hmm. there are just so many people that are going to consume what, what you do. Yeah. Uh, and if you, and, and it's a communist country. So if they don't, they could easily just shut everything down and people just can't access what you, what you do. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, that's why there's, why these people are apologizing uh which she does at the end there and talks about how much she loves china uh it's and people she <laughs> speaking in chinese just like like you said like cena did yeah yeah all ridiculous hopefully uh our our signal still gets through uh yeah and at the end here eli reveals that he is under indictment for fraud and that's after he asks her to be on his legal team because I guess if she's on his legal team, she can't she testify cannot, yeah. against him, uh, which then sets them back up fighting again. Yeah, which it is for for God, seven maybe years. No, six or however many years it's been. The chemistry between these two hasn't missed a beat. Yeah, it is miraculous that they just like cast Sarah Steele in this role in season two <laughs> of The Good Wife for like one episode wow. yeah, uh, and then brought her back like four seasons later and they are just like that's what I'm saying like if if, if I, I would put my money that if there's going to be any spinoff it's going to be those two because like they are so good together yeah yeah I can see it and I want it Keen other thoughts if you got them uh, as far as as far as that case, uh, not necessarily. I, I did enjoy like the back and forth, the 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 talk. I, I am upset they didn't mention it. I, I know the title of the character was like that's the end of the yips or whatever, but they didn't mention the fact that she went through that. Um, I think it'd been cool the fact that it was a losing ish effort. So I guess that's maybe why they didn't bring it up. But same time, it was how like she went from being like, oh my god, I'm so nervous, like just shutting down. Uh, shut down the um, the defense whenever they get they had a chance to. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, I think the win is that she lost because of the case, not because yeah. of her. Like they were they were never gonna win 
this case, you know, given given the, uh, for lack of a better word, and forgive the pun, sort of great wall of money that yeah. everyone mm -hmm. wants a brick of. Yeah. And Marissa needs some things to go right. Um, she is on the outs with the firm because they said mm -hmm. of her Judge Wagner alliance, uh, and it's just not looking good for her. Uh, breaks down and cries a little bit. Uh, so she needs some things to go right if she wants to keep that job, it seems. Mm -hmm. But she's also got some work with uh, with Eli there. So yeah. I am kind of finding myself for the for the weekly cases. There is a little part of me that's like, I do wonder what Judge Wagner thinks of all this. <laughs> what just yeah. bonkers boomer lefty opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he wasn't that lefty, but he was left adjacent. He was listening mm -hmm. to Grateful Dead. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Liz. Uh, I think it was Molly last week that said that she just wanted Liz, like a really good Liz episode. We and got one. We got a really, I, I would say personally, the best Liz episode. Uh, like yeah. this wasn't my overall. I didn't really care for this episode overall. Mm -hmm. But Liz, it was my favorite Liz episode. Yeah. Yeah, she was ooh, uh, just that moment where <laughs> she takes the cookie from oh her shard and no sooner does it touch her tongue and she's like, nope, mm -mm, store-bought. You, you can't <laughs> fool your way through through this. And then he immediately <laughs> dismisses his entourage like, we need the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. Uh, and that that look that she gives him, don't fuck with me. Mm -hmm. is that, that line then drops the drops the cookie like she's dropping the mic so good yeah and i i think it it sets her up for really like <clears throat> sort of the core conflict that every character in the good verse goes through which is like jumping the gap between your like internal moral compass and the realities of the law and life in america uh and i think this was the most like easily traceable moment of that that Liz mm -hmm. has had and I think that allowed the writing and the acting to like show us her maneuvering that gap slowly enough that like we really got to live there with her uh, and watch her maneuver the situation in a way that I feel like we don't usually do mm. yeah yeah um I think uh I know I've been talking about this a lot in this one episode, but like the fact that the 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 back and forth, the the, the power versus power kind of thing. Uh, I know she was stood it at at the at the start, and then um, I do enjoy seeing her like deal with it again and just being able to like overcome it. Like, and then the fact that the fact that like each one of them knew what the play the other one was going to go for. Like, don't mm -hmm. touch Diane. Leave Carmen alone. Don't fuck. And the fact that she almost like snatched the power from him by starting the prayer oh, yeah. mm -hmm. was was so good. Might, might be my favorite move right there because he looked like oh, oh all right I, I, yeah. okay yeah help Rashard to know his place. <laughs> <laughs> now don't fuck with me. Yeah, 
it's just like i don't know about any of you but i spent uh a lot of my past monday getting angry uh and joyful at various emmy wins but then you'll watch an episode like this and it's like oh why aren't we we should just be handing audra mcdonald an award every year and the fact that we haven't been shows that the the emmys are great when they're right but it really doesn't matter when they're wrong yeah yeah just the joy on her face because it was like a half smile through a good amount of that scene where she's just kind of laying into him uh but just the the half smile when she's like "Mm, no this this is not this is Mm (laughs) store-bought can't fake your way through it and the other main thing with uh with liz within this episode was the interview where it starts off uh they say that it's a um a focus on uh was it prosecutors or was it just black black lawyers what was it it, it was black prosecutors. Black prosecutors. Uh, and we learn fairly quickly that this interviewer has an agenda, which mm-hmm. is this one case, this Matthews case from something like 10 years ago or so. Uh, and uh, it involves a corrupt police officer um, and then other evidence to which Liz couple times but in the the last time she like basically throws the case file mm-hmm. at her and it's like read through it yeah and then we'll and then we'll talk you're trying to do this you're trying to do that trying to connect all these things no read through it yeah. and then we'll and then we'll talk it's great yeah and very a cutting takedown of sort of like post serial true crime entertainment and like the deluge of like netflix true crime documentaries it feels like there's yeah. three new docuseries every week that mm-hmm. like want to be like everyone wants to be the thin blue line they all want to be the documentary that changes the verdict uh and that leads to a lot of reaching and a lot of you know hope of profitability when the reality sure. is that law is so boring yeah yeah on that on that same note uh what i enjoyed with that interaction is like i've I've been kind of like struggling with that a little bit myself, like being a stand-up comic. And it's almost similar to the fact that like, it's wild how like, if you get like one little semi or somewhat viral clip that can help you in mm-hmm. a performance or in an art form that requires live performance. Yeah. So her trying to get out the easy way, like, oh, what about this friendship bracelet? And like the fact like, no, you got to do the work. You got to actually yeah. look through everything. And the fact that she threw the case at her is is the same way I feel when it comes to like, I feel like we're like an old man. These TikTok people. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't you can't just make it by throwing two hundred videos at the sloppiest crowd work I've ever seen all over TikTok. <laughs> exactly, but like, yeah, I just enjoyed that that parallel that I that I found in my own life with it. So yeah, it was, it was great. Other than Liz, Eli, Marissa, Diane, if there's any straight thoughts, like because one I have is what your thoughts are on the protests that are happening outside. And what is going on on eleven ten? Mm-hmm. I think Diane's dying. I'm sorry. I think Diane's dying. Think it's a countdown. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that I, I think every episode or so, a date check will be, will happen. Like like it was like, oh, what's today's date? I think they're trying to make sure you keep up with like, all right, what day it is. And I think there's because they say that because um, Eli Gold, like Diane, asks him, hey, what day is it? And he says. September 15th and we watched this episode if we watched it the day it was released we watched it on September 15th mm-hmm. and didn't they do this like two or three seasons or season two where like 
was it season two? Where like season two, every track? episode was named after which day of the Trump administration it aired mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you think the king's going to kill off Diane Lockhart? That's one of my locks. So yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I yeah. think. I think it's going to be an anticlimax. I I think it is going because when I there. The the show is always trying to, in some way, communicate the reality of being alive right now. And I think there's a lot of dread in the world right now for stuff that could happen, but doesn't happen that much. Like, we're always dr- dreading a new 1-6, just the way that, you know, when we were kids, us and our parents were all dreading uh, the next 9-11, because this time it was going to happen to our town. You know, uh, I, I think it is a intentional red herring to instill dread in all the characters. I think okay. something could be getting like in the fiction of the show, something could be getting planned, but that probably gets like snuffed out by some investigation. Just like, you know, one one sixes have been planned before. They just didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we get to our winners and losers, uh, Keen just reminded me that because he missed the last episode, we did not go over your Stone Cold Locks. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> so one of those is that Diane dies. And for anybody that might be listening for the first time, our Stone Cold Locks are just predictions, things we think are going to happen within any given series um, season. And one of Keen's is Diane dies. Another one is Maya comes back, which somebody mm-hmm. else had too, I think. I also uh, have that one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we talked about that. Uh, I think it's definitely possible mm-hmm. that Maya Rendell returns in some capacity. And Keen's third, there will be a parody about the Oscars slap. I can see that for sure too. Yeah, especially with the cases they've been doing the, the, yeah. the last two cases. So yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some random, made up. It's gonna be like I don't know, uh, Bill Jith. Huh? Bill Jith. Yeah, there you go. From Some kind East of Philly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, slapped, uh, he slapped uh Carter Boulder or something, and that's the whole thing. <laughs> I punched him this time. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh then let's hit those winners and losers. We'll start with the losers. Keen. I wanna say. Hmm. I'll go with I'll go with Marissa on this. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'll take that back. I'm gonna go with the law student who found the friendship bracelet because she thought that that was gonna be. Mm, I'm in there. I'm a, I'm a sweet talk my it. way in, yeah. and boom, I'm gonna do my whole thing. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, she got caught up and can't trick a trickster. So mm. yeah, mm-hmm. she, she's a loser. Julius, Julius came in, started tearing shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was, mm-hmm. like, nope, not on our watch. Uh, Jack, who's your loser? Uh, because I'm a morally good person, I think the losers of this episode are the Uyghur people and the Palestinians. Uh, if I were not a good person and we're just thinking about the show, uh, I'd say the loser here is, I think, maybe Diane. Just because I think the longer she like keeps herself untethered, I think the more she loses from the relationships in her life. And the things where she's found solace and comfort in the past. Yeah. Yeah, but good. Uh, my loser is 
<clears throat> excuse me, my right loser is Richard, uh, because he's been yeah. running wild for the last two episodes, and it took till just about the very last moments of the second episode for him to kind of be taken down a little bit, um, and not in a terrible way. Uh, he, he, she was just kind of putting him in his place a little bit, reminding him that this is uh, her from her from firm. There it is, as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, Richard is my loser. Uh, winners, Jack. Absolutely, Liz. Absolutely, Liz. No contest. Nope. Yeah, King. Uh, to switch it up a little bit, I'll say fans of Audra McDonald. Uh, the fact that they got to see her uh, be a boss. Because whenever she, whenever she, and then, and uh, even when they when they showed the clip of her uh, during this trial, and she even men- makes a mention of it, it's like I I was tough. She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you were fierce. So like, the our fans of Audrey McDonald and the fact that I think a lot of people are going to be like going back to their former selves in this season, just to like clear things mm-hmm. up. Yeah, back to the beginning. Yeah, I like that. And my winner. I'm going to go, well, as Jack said, it, it really isn't a contest uh, for, for me either is Liz, uh, but I'll go with Eli uh, because yeah. now his daughter doesn't have to uh, uh, testify, testify. <laughs> yeah. in his uh, indictment for fraud trial. I, I'm very curious about that and how much more, if at all, we get to know what the deal is there and if that's an opportunity to bring in anybody else from the good verse. Right. It'd be neat. All right. That'll do it. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Jack. Uh, Looking forward to have uh, our full crew back soon. Thank you all for listening. Bye.